Welcome to the Pull the Shoot podcast with Jeff and Jana. This is our weekly venture into the world of small to medium-sized businesses and the entrepreneurial spirit that drives success. So our goal here is to help you grow and to be the best you can be, both in business and personally. To do that, we identify and we discuss topics that will hopefully help you as you work to build a successful business. We also interview business owners and executives. It's our hope that you may be able to gain insight on ways to help you be a better leader and provide a better culture for your people. Our mission here is to help you pull the chute once a week to work on your business instead of always working in your business. So we hope you find these discussions insightful, helpful, and useful. And thanks for your support. We hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hi, everybody. It's Jeff and Jana from Pull the Shoot. Uh, we have a podcast that we are excited. Well, excited, and um, we feel like it's a necessary subject to address at this time uh, in our history in the country. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about being sensitive in the workplace to things that are going on around us, perhaps in your city or not necessarily even in your city, but just in general. You know, we've had some school shootings and and, uh, a lot of this kind of unrest in the country. We are addressing the big subject uh, in the workforce a lot about mental illness and being sensitive to that. So Jeff and I just wanted to kind of just have a a soft dialogue about it today, maybe, and kind of we've got some ideas about it and um, how you might maneuver through that in your business or if you are in a larger business and you have coworkers, quite a few coworkers, maybe some tips on how to address it if you're seeing that there is something going on within your, you know, within your world or your work world. So the first thing I want to say, Jeff, about it is um, I know that this is a big topic among uh, midsize and larger businesses about sort of this whole mental illness issue and how to walk it softly with your coworkers because some coworkers are more sensitive about it than others. Whether they are struggling with issues, they have had issues in the past, they have something that has occurred in their family and their family structure, but just um, a few ideas as to how to engage if you feel like there is something that is that needs to be addressed kind of immediately in that work in that workforce. Yeah, and I, you know, Jan, this is such a great topic. Uh, I'm glad you wanted to really talk about this today. Um, you know, I really feel that it always comes back to getting to know your coworker first. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times, especially in this virtual world, we feel like we don't know the coworkers, um, especially if we're all working from home and we don't get together as much. Um, and then there's sometimes, you know, you and I, we've had a couple of podcasts where, you know, two extroverts and an introvert or three extroverts, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so getting to know what their their communication style is, is really important. And then understanding that a little more, but, you know, it takes time, I believe, um, for you to get to know your coworkers. And I think that's important. I mean, we spend so many hours a day with work um, that, you know, being that introvert, if you want to not get to know your coworkers um, can be um, something that could actually be detrimental. I think it's important that we get to know everybody at least at a surface level so that we can identify if something has changed. Yes, that's that's exactly right. Well, it is identifying it and then understanding that. And that's a great point, Jeff. That is the exact point that I wanted to make. That is that some people are going to address it and 
want to communicate about it in a very different way than others, depending on number one, how close it is to the vest for them, and also what they're comfortable with just in general in their, you know, with their coworkers, what they're comfortable in expressing. Some people really will need to talk about it and will want to talk about it to closer coworkers. Others might show signs uh, by you know, not being on time or not getting projects and or not having the normal workflow to their day, you're going to notice those kinds of things with them. So one of the one of the things that I feel is important as a communication person is being very sensitive to how you bring it up. Number one, you you want to make sure that you're encouraging them to talk about it if they need to. Uh, You know, is there something that you want to talk about? I'm here for you to listen. The biggest thing I think for people to understand is to just be there to listen. You don't even have to engage. Now, some people will want you to engage and will want to know how you feel or have you ever had an experience like this if they're going through perhaps a, a patch of depression or a patch of something that's gone on significantly in their family structure. But others might just want you to be a sounding board, just or I mean, want you to be a listening you know, a listening vehicle. And and I say that just to be a support system for them so that they can express freely. And then of course it goes without saying, you don't talk about this with other coworkers. If some co if a coworker has come to you and trusted their personal life to you, it's not something that you discuss with other coworkers. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's something again that we've got to get very used to because I think a lot of times, especially in this country, we're very forthcoming and talking about other coworkers to other coworkers. And there's sometimes a a lightness to it, but for this particular subject, I think it's important to just kind of be sensitive about your coworker and how they're feeling and how they want to have you support them in this transition or in this time. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, again, there's so many different aspects of this, Uh, you know, if you're, I want to give a couple of uh, things that uh, owners and or leaders can use, by the way, because I think this is critical Um, because you got to identify when people are going through a difficult time, right? They Mm -hmm. may not come to you. You have to be there to notice more than anything, Um, Mm -hmm. especially like, and I'll go back to when we did COVID and everything was virtual, right? Um, One of the things that we did was the owner of the company would be doing a virtual meeting and I would be sitting there going picture by picture, looking, everyone had to be on camera and I'd be looking at everybody just to look at their faces and see who was stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what we would do is afterwards, we'd reach out and just say, hey, I noticed that you might be a little stressed out. Again, try to be sensitive, right? Um, is everything okay? We're just checking in um, because mm-hmm. you get to know their tell. You know, it's like playing poker, right? When someone does, gets a good hand, you know, there's a tell. Well, when people are stressed out, you get to know their tell, you know, um, because it's different than what they normally are when they're on calls. And, you know, if they're not making eye contact with you, if they're looking down, looking away, I always can tell, especially with the women that have long hair, they have a tendency to stroke their hair a lot more when they're stressed mm-hmm. out. Um, you know, just little things like that. But I think it's yeah. important. So if you're, you know, if you're a business that's virtual and you meet, uh, you know, regularly have someone be that, uh, that second set of eyes for you so that you as the owner can just, you know, kind of give your message that you're doing, but someone else is looking at the people to kind of identify that. And I would say, do the same if you're meeting in person, Yes, you know? uh, just have someone that's kind of looking at everybody and kind of seeing who's not making eye contact, who's looking down a lot, um, who's being kind of introvertish if they really weren't, you know, maybe some people that are very outspoken all of a sudden have become very quiet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Little tells that, you know, and then the goal there is reach out to them, let them know yes. that you care. Um, and, I, you know, that was always the thing. I used to get people used to go, I can't believe you called me. 
And they said, well, I just want to make sure you're okay. And, yeah. and they would just open up then. And I would just let them, as you said earlier, let them just talk. Absolutely. Right? Let them talk and get it out. Well, um, and another, a good, another, and that's a great, that's a great tip. I absolutely agree with that, Jeff, because let's face it, body language, and I say this all the time, is 70% of your communication is what your face and your body are doing, not necessarily the words coming out of your mouth. The other thing, if you're in that smaller business situation or kind of a midsize where you have teams or where you have a smaller group that you work with, give them a chance to, to communicate if they want to. You know, you can even say, you know what, on Friday at two o'clock, if anybody wants to come and, you know, I'm going to have some snacks or whatever, if anybody wants to just come and discuss things that are not necessarily work-related in an open format that is very relaxed and confidential, let, let's do that. You know, I am opening up my office or I'm opening up a conference room to let anybody that feels like they just want to talk about things, especially if it's city-related. You know, for us here in Nashville, we just had the Covenant School shooting three weeks ago. Um, today, I think, and it and it's it's still on people's minds here in Nashville because it was our first kind of school shooting and our first big thing that that occurred like that. And so we still have people that are that have issues about it or that are talking about it or that are feeling like they need some time or some quiet or whatever. So I feel like that's another way that you can kind of open up um, a, a platform for your coworkers or for your staff where you let them discuss freely things that are bothering them or, or things about it, not to get into a political discussion, but just an open forum where people feel like it's a more relaxed situation. The work week might be mostly over on a Friday afternoon, just something where it's just a more relaxed and personal situation. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's interesting. Um, I, I read a book called Lunch with Lucy and it was written by Sherry Duchesne and uh, she's a local to Nashville. And the interesting thing that she used to do, and I love this, and as a matter of fact, I, I think it's you know something is, that many uh, bigger businesses should incorporate, is that she would allow people to schedule a lunch with her every Wednesday. And she called it Lunch with Lucy because she didn't want it to be lunch with the CEO, mm-hmm. right? And so That's she got so to get, great. right? And she would schedule, and she would do things like her back was always to the door, so she wouldn't get distracted by other people walking in, and she wanted to focus solely on that person, and they could talk about whatever they wanted to talk about. But it wasn't lunch with the CEO. It was lunch with Lucy. And, you know, how are things going? What do you think is going on? How's your personal life? You know, mm-hmm. she said, funny, she talks about it where, you know, people would like schedule and they'd bring their their wives to it or they'd bring their fiance or their mom and dad one time, she said, came. And it was just like, oh, was that's awesome. Natural thing, right. But they got to just express, you know, A, how they enjoyed the business environment, but B, what was going on in their lives? Yes. Um, and, and I think that's huge. I mean, I think it's one of the things that we as business owners and as executives and as leaders need to do more of mm-hmm. is not just focus solely on the business, but really focus on our people and identify because that's one of the things. I mean, you know, we live in this crazy world where, you know, depression or all kinds of things could start to take over. I remember during mm-hmm. the, during COVID, how many people were just freaking out and I was having all these conversations with people just to calm yes. down because we didn't yes. know. Right. And then it was all the extra outside things like, you know, the kids were all home, the husband was home, you mm-hmm. know, the spouse was home. And, you know, how did we, how are we going to all work in the same house? And, you know, all these things just build anxiety and stress. And and then it eventually could lead to depression. And, you know, I don't know, yes. I think it's something, I think you're right. It's something that we need to address and be open to talk about. Well, here's the good news. 
The good news is we've been through the pandemic now two and a half, three years. We were very isolated and communication lockdown. Like you said, there was a lot of virtual, virtual. So you didn't get that face to face. Now we're back in office mostly and we are communicating face to face. So this is a good time historically. And, and also I talk about, you know, the different generational issues with just different communication styles in general between the younger generations and the, the more mature generations and the people that have been in the workforce for a long time. So this is an opportunity now when we have these kinds of things that occur historically to start to open up and have these kinds of small cell you know, a few people talking in a right. room or this lunch with Lucy kind of thing. I think that's an excellent idea. I mean, how cool is that for the CEO to do that? But right. I think as we continue to move forward and as work styles change and evolve and some are virtual and part-time not virtual and all this, we have to be sensitive again to our coworkers, our bosses, our staff, if we're the leadership, to how they are feeling how they're expressing it, and maybe their individual needs. So I love that idea of kind of watching, sitting back and watching and observing, having somebody do that, or you do that as the leader. And if you notice something, bring it up in a very, again, a very uh, isolated and personal way. Say, hey, I just wanted to talk to you. If you notice that with a with somebody on your staff, I, I noticed that you did this or didn't do that. Is there anything I can do to help support you through this? Is there anything I can do? That's you know good, what I mean? Yeah. I like that point. Yeah. Is there anything I can do to help you? Because remember, we always talk about how, you know, if you're the leader, the reality is, is that uh, they don't work for you. You work for them. Right. Right. And so Which is a great attitude to have. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's good. Yes. And I, I you know, I want to uh, emphasize here. Um, look, if you see something that you think is beyond, we're not asking you to be a psychiatrist and to analyze and, yeah. and what we're asking you to do is just be open to situations here. Mm hmm. And if they just need to talk, let them talk. You don't have to necessarily offer advice. You know, sometimes it's just being an ear. Yes. People just need to vent or need to just kind of get stuff mm -hmm. off their chest. Um, and and then, you know, if things are really out of control, that's when maybe, you know, you need to recommend them getting some kind of counseling help or something of that nature. But yes. Don't, we're yes. not asking you to be the counselor. I just want to be real clear with that. We're, we're Absolutely. Help yeah. them to open up if you notice something's off and just be there. And sometimes just being there for people. Mm -hmm. uh, they know that is, I think, a huge, you know, uh, piece of what, what it is that we should be able to do as leaders. Yeah, I agree. I think it's great. Yep. Yeah. So we're we're kind of rolling through. I mean, there's this whole you know structure of you know we had the school shooting, then mm -hmm. there was a shooting in Alabama over the weekend, and just, mm -hmm. just Lexington like, had another one. Yeah, yeah, I just feel like like this is an out of control uh, part of our our lives, and and. I know it's going to be scary to people at different times, but I think the best thing that we can do is talk through it and talk about it, talk about the situations and what are your, uh, what are you scared about? And, you know, what are your concerns? And, um, and, you know, not necessarily we're going to have an answer. I don't think anybody has an answer right now, but right, right. Able to talk about it and, and anything like that, I think is a, a huge, a huge deal. Well, that, I agree with that, Jeff. And let's face it. We're all human and we all have these feelings some at a greater level, depending on their history and, and what has occurred in their lives. But it's important to recognize that we all have these feelings and it's okay. They're at different levels, depending on what's, you know, what's going on in your life, but just be supportive. Like you said, I think it's important to be supportive, to be a listener, not a talker when somebody needs it. If they open up that platform for you to talk a little bit. One of the things that I, uh, when I was reading last week about this, doing some research on this is 
Sometimes it's just good for you to share a story that is somewhat relatable to their situation. It doesn't have to be exact, but if it's real to you and you had struggle with it or you were going through a time, right. then, and if they open that up for, you know, open that opportunity up for you and say, you know, something like, you know, well, have you ever had this happen in your life or ha- how do you feel about that? If you can think back and and kind of share something that's relatable in some way, it eases that, again, it might ease a little bit of that tension and that stress because we're all human. We all have the same you know, insides going on just the way right. that we that we uh, manifest fear and stress and depression and all of those things. So it's sometimes good to just have somebody there to listen to and to support you with maybe something that's occurred in their life as well. Not always, but again, like you said, there's going to be different levels of it. Right. Right. Agree. Yeah. And, you know, you, you had an important point that I always uh, like to bring up, especially when I'm coaching, and that's uh, listening. Yes. Uh, and, and it, it's hard for a lot of us to just listen because we want to interject our thoughts while they're talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to encourage you to be, when, when Janice said, be a good listener, it's hard, but try to be a good listener, meaning let them talk through everything. You can nod, you can say, that's great. If you need to take a note, take a note, but let them get everything off of their chest that's bothering them or that they want to talk out. And, and the reason that is, is that a lot of times, especially um, when people are so passionate about something that's going on, they want to get everything that's in their head out. And it doesn't matter what you say. They're not going to hear that because they're passionate about what's bothering them, what they want to get out. So give them that platform to be able just to talk and and you just be that good listener. And again, I know that's hard to do um, because we all want to interve- interject and make our comments or tell a story um, right in the middle of their splurge, if you will. But um, I think mm-hmm. ultimately it's it's something that you have to figure out to do. Just stop yourself and just mm-hmm. listen. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Well, Tiana, this was a really cool topic. Uh, again, folks, you know, just to be clear, it was just something that was on our hearts particularly Janice, that we mm-hmm. want to talk this about. And uh, we hope that uh, some of the, the topic uh, is something that you've thought about. And, and we want to encourage you to um, just to be a good leader and to reach out to your people and find out how they're doing. Make sure all of your um, your employees kind of know each other a little bit. And maybe that's mm-hmm. a little piece that you have to do, you know, maybe do a team building piece just mm. so they get to know each other. Right. Um, and I think that's key because that's when people are going to notice that there's a change. Absolutely. You don't know yeah. the other person, you don't know the change, right? And so we have to identify when something changes and then and then kind of react to that in a positive, sensitive way, Jana, like you said. So yeah. yeah. I, think, I think that's key. Uh any other thing else there, Jana, that we want to discuss on this topic, or are you good? Do you think we kind of covered it well? I do. I think we have it covered well. You know, it might be a time that we address it deeper at some point. We'll just have to see. But um, people, if you have any comments or any thoughts at all, please email. Pull the shoot, Jeff, or you can go to janalandry.com to my uh, website. But this is a bit of a, a, you know, a little bit of a hot topic right now, just in a lot of ways, politically, governmentally, but also emotionally. So um, we are here to support you. We would love to hear your comments or feelings. And also, if there's anything else you want us to dive deep into, let us know because, uh, you know, Jeff and I are not introverts. Well, let's just get that clear. We're not introverts. We're not. We, are not. we like to talk. We do like to talk and, and you know, manipulate and massage and knead the bread. You know, that's just kind of our wheelhouse as leaders and as coaches. So that's what we do. <laughs> and we like to keep it real. You obviously heard the dog barking there. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. 
yeah. yeah, it is what it is. So, hey, folks, thanks again, Gianna. Great topic. We love it. Uh, until the next time, stay safe and be healthy. Take care. Bye.